You're listening to the Incubator Music Podcast, dedicated to bringing you good music before it hatches. Started in 2018 by Frank Bruno and Connor Dwinnell, Incubator is designed to bring you the best up-and-coming music and commentary from real people for real people. Whether you're getting kicked out of a karaoke bar with Frank, talking about medieval times with Connor, or hating Imagine Dragons with them both, this is the Incubator Music Podcast. What's up, everyone? It's Tuesday, February 18th, episode 50, and we've got an awesome show for you today. Remember to check out our online blog postings at incubatormusic.net and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at at Music because that's where most of our content is. You can also check out our Spotify page by searching Incubator. We have playlists for our contributors' finds, our weekly podcast playlist, and Baby Maker of the Week. My name is Connor, and I'm one of the co-founders here at Incubator Music, and I'm here with my other co-founder, Frank Bruno. Frank, what's up? Not too much, you know. Um... You clicked on the episode, and so clearly you're getting the gist. This is the final episode of the Incubator Music Podcast. Um, I say that very specifically because it's the final episode of the Incubator Music Podcast. That's not to say podcasts won't be back from the Incubator platform, and Incubator definitely isn't going away, just this medium. So um, in terms of how I'm doing, personally, phenomenal, fantastic, couldn't be better, spectacular. Uh, but that's an update uh, that I know is sad for some, us included, uh, but not the death of the brand, you know. Uh, anyways, how are you? Uh, good, and you? Uh, <laughs> no, that's bad. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's like, you know, sort of we're talking about like we – it's like weird talking about like your stories from the week when this is such like a different like episode, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I just like – it's bittersweet, you know, like it's it, – like obviously we're not going away. Like we don't have any intention of going away. We're just doing something different. Um, but it's like weird to think that like generally once a week, I'm not going to be like sitting on Google <laughs> chat with you, like right. planning, planning to do this five minutes before we go on pretending like we had a whole script written. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty rote habit. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's a it. very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's reoccurring, like habitual. So I feel like, you know, Sunday nights, like maybe like while we like do our laundry, you know, just fire up the Google chat. <laughs> you know? yeah, just, yeah, just, just talk it out, you know, yeah. do this sort of without the podcast. Part. <laughs> sure. Why not? Which is basically the whole point of it anyway, was that like we plan stuff out and then we don't really plan some things out and it ends up being us bull which is what we end up recording like yeah. there, there's like a loose structure to what we do but a lot of this is actually just frank and i like <laughs> totally speaking off the cuff and not having any plans right which has been great and if you've liked it at all that's probably why i would imagine i mean yeah, a, I a portion so. of it is the really cool music that we recommend and share with you guys in the interviews of course um but i feel like part of what people latched onto was us just messing around being yeah. ourselves which i feel know? like is was like the the point you know like in the first place and it's the point of the website so yeah so like if you like that go check out the website we'll keep plugging the website a billion times throughout the episode but yeah we'll get uh, to that more but you know yeah. in honor and the what we're talking about this we let's go out strong and uh give some dopes and dopes. yeah yeah let's do it um okay so first dope um i was watching the new episode of real bros of simi valley um, and because I don't care about EDM at all, I did not know that the guy that plays Bryce is actually an EDM artist and his name is Getter. And because I'm out of the loop because I don't care. And, uh, he's really, really good.
good. Um, I don't like that stuff like pretty much at all. And he's one of the only artists that makes any music like that, where I listened to several of his songs and I was like, I would actually see a concert like this. I'd be out of place. I like will not have taken enough Molly to see that concert, but, <laughs> but, but I would see it anyway. In a recent interview we did on the podcast, I said following the interview, uh, that you should take acid before you listen to the album. And then when I went to go edit the podcast the next day, I cut myself out saying that because I didn't want to be offensive to the artist. Yeah. Um, but you 100% should take acid if you're going to listen to Getter. Like, yeah. it, it, it will I, I just showed this to Frank like, right before we started, and it like it's very, very trippy. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Uh, all, other dope. Um, sent Frank a really drunk Snapchat of me uh, <laughs> in, in an Uber. Um, I don't remember if I was coming from a bar where I don't remember what I was doing, Didn't tell you. Uh, but they were playing white Reaper in the Uber. Yeah. Um, and the guy actually, it was dope because the guy was listening to like the indie alternative or whatever, like XM station. So it was mm-hmm. like white Reaper. And then they played like, Oh man, it was some, it was some other band, like kind of similar. It wasn't like twin peaks, but it was some something like that where you're like, why is this on the radio? Right. Now? And this guy was just like, you know, some, random like 55 year old dude is just going hard in the paint stuff in the car um that song in particular kind of went nuts um because we have like a yeah. alt station in chicago and they play it honestly like 10 times a day like they just ride that song really? which is great it's, yeah it's you a, might be right it's, it's a, a uh what's the is it might get what is it might you something? might be you might be right no yeah you might be right yeah that sounds right yeah, that's what it is. And my, I, I don't know. I, that, that might be right. Yeah, um, that's totally what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then the last one is that – so this has been like a recurring thing for the last like month or so that all of these like super nostalgic bands are like announcing reunion tours and they're like coming out with albums and like all this other kind of crazy <laughs> So Rage Against the Machine announced like their original lineup, like they're going out, they're playing a bunch of shows and they – like sold a bunch of tickets mm-hmm. and they like put them up for presale and the ticket prices were insane. Like people were, it was the same yeah. thing that happened with uh, MCR where like all these scalpers and like uh, people trying to screw people out of their money were like posting these insane ticket prices. And so people were, I mean, they were selling for like eight, 900 bucks, which is definitely a nope. Like that's not cool. Don't take advantage of that. Like, you know, whatever I appreciate though. Like, I, you know, I'm, I am cool with people as long as things are legal. Like I'm cool with people like, you know, taking the opportunity to do stuff, but I mostly from like a perspective of like, don't try to screw somebody out of a really cool concert experience, especially for something that's like a once in a lifetime experience Yeah. for that, you know, but I will say though, that it is really funny. Like given the politics of the band, like Tom Morello spent so much time on his social media, like trying to like talk to his fans and be like, no, no, no. Like don't buy those tickets. Like anytime you see anything that's over like a hundred. So they had like tickets that were like 150 bucks and then they're like super expensive tickets. They donated like the extra profits to a bunch of charities and stuff. So he's like, unless you buy one of the really expensive tickets, like the ticket prices top out at 150 or 120 or whatever they were. So he's like going on and having to defend like all these super high ticket prices. Cause he's not the one setting the prices, but it's hilarious given the politics of the band. Right. So like all of these, right. like all of these like legitimate, like communist people are like commenting on Tom Morello's Instagram page. Like you f- 
sell out you're selling eight hundred dollars <laughs> concert tickets he's like no 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 it's not us it's, it's like totally on the defensive so i'm just like scrolling through the comments on his instagram photos and he like and just like watching people roast his ass it was so funny yeah in, ter- in terms of like this tour being like corporatized <laughs> um i i do find it really weird because rage against the machine is totally a show where if you're gonna go like you need to be in the pit like on the yes. floor and their their tour is like a bunch of like mid to large level arenas so like yeah. when they play their chicago show they're at the all-state arena and oh, like shit. i can't i don't even know like i can't be sitting in the 300 level at that show like no. What am I gonna do? Like I, you know, it's just so. It's just such, such a weird vibe. Well, it's just like yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, stand in the balcony and like nod your head? Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess. Weird, but I mean, that's what you gotta do, I guess. Yeah. But it's and that's what a lot of people will be doing. But you're right. right. Like, they're weird concerts for that. Yeah, it's really um, weird. Where like when you see uh, like YouTube videos of them like in the '90s, like they're playing like Glastonbury or something, you know, and yeah. there's like 150,000 people in an open field, you know, yeah. it's like, that's how you need to see Rage Against the Machine. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, those are my Dutch notes. What about you? What do you got? Um, okay. Let's see. Let's start with this. Uh, coming out to Boston pretty soon. How about that? Uh, yeah. And we are going to see the Dropkick Murphys. Um, Hell yes, we are. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe our ticket also gets us into a boxing match. It does. I'm so excited. There's there's professional boxing through the organization that they run. It's called Murphy's Boxing. It's going to be so dope. I cannot wait. I really, I haven't like looked into it much, but I'm really, really hoping that it's not like some scam. Like, for example, there's a park, there's a park in um, the town where I'm from. Yeah. And like every Friday, like, professional wrestling comes through and it's like <laughs> and it's like just a bunch of fat out of shape guys in luchador masks that like oh grab folding chairs so I'm, hope, I'm hoping it's not like that i'm hoping no, it's, it's like it's actually legit like okay I, i'm hoping it's two guys like trying to kill each other yeah no it is one of the i follow one of the guys that is like one of their big fighters on okay. Insta- and i'm assuming because it's like saint patrick's day is like they're th- uh-huh. I'm assuming they're going to have like their bigger fighters do it or something, but I follow one of them and he's got the most insane. Like he looks like he looks like he's trying so hard and succeeding at being like an 1800s bare knuckle boxing. That's guy. what I want. That's like, exactly what I want. He's super like he's super jacked, but he has like a crazy handlebar mustache and he has an entirely like shaved head. Yeah. Like he's just like and his name is like Spike O'Sullivan or something. Like it's <laughs> just some like crazy Irish <laughs> It's hilarious. That's exactly what I need. That yeah. is great. So um, Dropkick Murphy's acoustic show and and people beating the shit out of each other on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> we will be there hammered. Can't wait. Yeah, come say hi to us. Yeah, I also, uh, I'm in training. I uh, went and drank a few Guinnesses the other day just to try <laughs> and just to try and remind my liver what that's like. Um, just so it was on alert. Um, oh, yeah. Other dopes. Uh, Honeymoon by Beach Bunny came out February 14th. I've been telling everybody about that for weeks, uh, but it finally dropped. Uh, I didn't write a review of it because I've refrained from writing reviews on Beach Bunny stuff because she's a little bit out of our league, so to speak, in terms of size um, <laughs> and other ways, I guess, as well. <laughs> um, but uh, the album was good. There, And that's what I'll say. I'll say the album was good. There were a few tracks that were great. Hmm. Um, so I don't know how many tracks, if I had to think maybe like nine or something, 10, okay. 
um, three or, f or four of them are great tracks, like awesome tracks. The rest of them are good tracks that you would expect out of B20. So if you like B20, they're like just kind of like the status quo for Beach Bunny. Those other, like whatever, five, six tracks. The sure. few others are awesome. So anyways, you should go check it out. It's really cool. It's called Honeymoon. Go listen to that. Nice. That leads me into my next dope, which is um, I've been kind of on a tear um, with written reviews on the website. I've had yeah. three now in a row. And I'm like not to like, you know, not to toot my own horn here, but toot I've toot. had two two i've had a few <laughs> here now that i think are awesome like i'm each one of these yeah. i'm like really big on um the first was trey burt he is a uh folk musician out of california um and he kind of sounds like bob dylan a little bit um mm. but not like all the way and his stuff is super original um nice he sounds Let's say this. He sounds like Bob Dylan in a good way. Like that's good. He, his yeah, that, voice. Those are two ways to sound like Bob Dylan. Yes. His voice resembles Bob Dylan's a little bit, but it's not like completely out of control. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like it's it has that sound, but like he's a good singer. So okay, um, it's really cool, really good folk. Definitely recommend. Um, then I did a review on Theo Lawrence, who is out of France. But he sounds, and he took this as a compliment, so I feel comfortable saying it. He sounds like Roy Orbison, which I don't know oh, anyone funny. else that makes music that sounds like that right now. Yeah, right. And it like, the, you know how like Roy Orbison, it's like, it's rock he's, with like he, a country flair. He's, he's a very niche sound. Like he has a very, very. specific sound. And, and what drew it out for me, the moment I was like, that's Roy Orbison, was he has two or three rumbas on the album. What? And they're so Let's good. Go. And Roy Orbison has, you know, he has a handful of like really popular rumbas, like uh, yeah. Blue Bayou, I believe, is a is a rumba. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, this guy just it sounds like Roy Orbison, but it's so good. Like the That's whole album, tight. It's amazing. It's really tight. So his name's Theo Lawrence. Um, the album is called Sauce Picant. Um, so <laughs> go, go look at it. Honestly, like. Just me to you right now, Connor. Go listen to Theo Lawrence Sauce Picante. It's so good. It's so good. That's awesome. <laughs> third, third review. Sorry, I'll keep it quick. Uh, was a band that we've actually seen but didn't mean to. And it was uh, Les Ben Fleury's Brass Band. Yep. Um, we went, uh, and we've I think we've talked about this in the podcast before, but we went to New Orleans on spring break one year. And uh, we were walking around Jackson Square, which is like over by their church. And this uh, brass band was just laying down the funkiest beats you've ever heard. It was crazy. Um, they were absolutely killing it. Um, and they were from France and they were called Les Fen Flores Brass Band. Um, and I wrote this in the post, but like they're one of the bands that I consider like in my vault where I'm made aware of them, but they don't have any new music. So I just kind of squat on it and yeah, just sure. wait. Um, and so they finally released, um, someone like you, which is a brass band cover of the Adele song, someone like, nice. which is sweet. Um, but anyways, I was talking to them about the review and they said they have more new music coming, which is sweet. Um, they have a whole album that'll be out soon. So very cool. Those are a few reviews I've done lately. Uh, I feel really good about all of them. 
which leads me to my last and final dope, which will transition into our follow-up conversation, which is the website is going to be bigger and better than ever. We're going to be putting out more posts, uh, more quality posts, um, more listicles, all the kind of content you like, the written content of the website. That's going to be amped up because we have the time to do that now that we don't have to do the podcast. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel really good about the stuff that's going up there lately, and I feel even better about the stuff that's going to be going up. So um, the dope is incubatormusic.net. Um, so, uh, <laughs> the dope is our website is dope. <laughs> that is, that is literally the dope. Um, which is kind of what, I mean, sort of open forum, your own, you know, sort of eulogy here, but in the outline, we have the follow-up combo as it's not goodbye. It's come to the f- website. Yes. So, um, just want to hammer that home that like, yes, the podcast is over. And I know a lot of you people like the podcast, but incubator's not gone follow us on socials and go to the website but nope uh i will i will toss over to you open forum you know thoughts on the pod thoughts on the pod ending thoughts on incubator just blank slate yeah um this is how you know that we don't prep for like these follow-up conversations hardly at all is that like we were just like, yeah, like, let's just, let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. Let's Let's hash it out. Yeah. Let's hash it out. Let's see how this goes. Um, no, like, like I said, like it's bittersweet, you know, like I've, I look forward to like, you know, hanging out and catching up and, you know, catching up with you and, and talking about, you know, music and stuff and doing this. Um, it's also like sort of a selfish thing. Cause like, you know, we're, we're buddies from undergrad. And so it's like, it's, uh, it's a little bit of like a, like a, you know, a friendship thing on top of all that other stuff. But uh-huh. I, I really enjoy um, doing the pod, but I think I'm really excited to sort of spend some more time getting back to a lot of the roots of like, you know, what incubator is and mm-hmm. what we're good at. I think uh, you and I are good at, which is finding really good bands um, that deserve to be heard by more yeah. people. Um and, uh, and sort of doing that, you know, I think my contribution, at least for right now is going to be, um, probably a little bit more administrative just because it's like time constraints on my part, but I'm going to be writing, um, as much content as I have the ability to write. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm stoked for it. I mean, I mean, it's not, you know, it, it's bittersweet and only in that, like the podcast was fun, but like, I am not like upset at all about the direction of the website. Cause I, I like you said, like, I think we're going to be. I think the content that we're going to be putting out and the way we're going to be doing it is going to be really exciting. And I think it's going to probably be better than we've ever done. Yeah, I agree. Cause we were doing a high volume of content on the written website when we started, mm-hmm. but we weren't as good as at it as we are now. Right. Um, like when I wrote these last few, I felt really, really good about the articles themselves Yeah, and having the ability to do a lot more of it. Um, I think it's going to be very different than what, and doing as many as we were early on. Um, So I'm pretty amped for that. Um, But yeah, I mean, the podcast, the podcast I think was really cool. What I like most about it, and we'll get into some of the best sort of incubator music podcast stuff, but I really did enjoy the interviews um, because I think that's, that's content I think that we'll be missing the most is we're not intro- we'll be introducing the music still but you won't hear it from the perspective of the musicians yeah um which is unfortunate um because that was really cool i really enjoyed that 
Um, but we'll be able to do more, you know? Um, Um, and I think, I think that's one of those things too, where, you know, we have done versions of that on the website before. mm -hmm. And I think you and I both, you know, agree that there's a lot of benefit to doing it and that people enjoy it a lot. Um, so we're probably, I mean, we have some ideas in the works about how we're going to sort of like continue to do something along those lines or, or, you know, whatever, but, um, yeah, it just basically stay tuned. And also, um, you know what I just realized is that like, I'm sure there are a lot of people who listen to the podcast, but actually like, don't know what our website is like. So why don't you give them an overview of like the style of the website and like how the articles are written and the length and all that kind of stuff. Cause I'm sure a lot of people haven't actually read our posts, but they listen to the pod. Yeah. Wow. I'm kind of shocked. We've actually never done that. Right. Um, we've actually we've never described what the website 50, is like. Yeah. We've had 50 episodes. We've never really actually talked about the website, which is kind of ridiculous in, in an, an extended way. Um, okay. I will start with a 30 second elevator pitch that I give everyone and then go from there. It starts like this. Uh, it's incubatormusic.net. Uh, the dot net lets you know it's legit. Um, usually I get a couple laughs. Please clap. Um, Please clap. But um, yeah, I mean, what it is, is it's blog style. You go to the homepage and you scroll and it shows you the last, I don't know, like 10 or something uh, most recent blogs. Um, it'll tell you the uh, author, it's Connor or me, or other wink wink uh, authors that could be coming in the future. Um, you open it up and what you'll find is a casually, um, written serious perspective on new music, um, that has been released. So for example, one that I've written recently, you'll find like an intro. I'll probably swear two or three times, um, probably followed by a gif. Probably followed by me doing some light musical analysis, followed by an HTML embed of the song, followed by more musical analysis, followed by a YouTube embed of a different song, followed by me being super hyperbolic, followed by links to other music that's similar. Yeah. Um, so that's usually like the post format, but there's also each post is is cataloged by the type of genre it would fall under. So if you decide to go into a black hole, just click on the one of the genres that it's listed under and it'll show you everything we've written about that genre. Um, so full so, disclo- so, Sorry. so for example, so like to just give an, an idea of like what that would look like, right? So like somebody goes onto the website, you go on the website or you see something on our socials uh-huh. and you see something like, um, uh, oh, like, uh, this is off the top of my head, but you go, oh, like Cadaver has a new album that just came out and Connor wrote a review about it. So you read it. I embed like two or three of the tracks in YouTube videos or something like that. You know, me talking about how hype the music is. This reminds me of Black Sabbath. Um, check out this riff at this at this minute. Like this is dope. And then it ends. There are links to other bands that we've reviewed that sound like that if you like them. But mm-hmm. at the top, like they have links. So you see these little boxes that will say like, this is psych rock and hard rock and stoner rock. And then mm-hmm. I go, oh, I want to listen to stoner rock. So I click on stoner rock. And then it takes me to all the reviews that you and I have ever done where we've categorized them as being a stoner rock band. Right. Um, full disclosure, w- those categories are very well populated. Like as you click in them, yes. there will be other ones in there. Except for a couple. So I just added <laughs> I just added Cajun 
as a category. <laughs> um, so I think there's only one in there, but I actually have another one coming up, so um, it will be be added to. But there are a couple there are a couple dead ends, but for the most part, if you go in there, you'll find a ton of other music that's similar to that music if you like it. So. I think we I think we also only have like a handful of like hip hop ones. I think we have like three or four posts. Yeah, we don't have that many. We're pretty we also, light on those, but that's just because we're, we're also not. a little light on classical. We only have a handful yeah. of those. I think um, I'm the only one that's ever done. Have you done a classical one? Uh, I did a jazz one that had some classical overlap, so I threw it under classical. Okay, well. cool, cool. Um, experimental might be a little light. Um, experimental is weird because that's kind of a catch-all category. Yeah, so I did I throw something some jazz in there. I did throw something in there the other day. I don't know what that was. I know but... Talking Ear was a little bit under experimental because they're they're like an experimental jazz band. Yeah, what did I put in there? I don't know. If it comes to me, I'll remember. But basically, uh, all psych rock should just be experimental. <laughs> like yeah, right. the, whole, the whole genre is just like, well, that's kind of weird. Also, I don't think I told you this, um, but I broke out punk as its own genre. So punk was a subgenre of rock, and now. Oh, punk, punk is a parent genre, and there's indie punk and skate punk and grad oh, punk. Oh, good, like, good, so good, good. So that's there, too. Other stuff you'll find on the website. Um, so that's – go to the homepage, you'll find the blogs, and then you can circumnavigate that way. Uh, at the top, you'll also find the About Us page, which tells you a little bit about uh, Connor and I and the rules we have for the website, which is basically we don't accept money to change the content of the website and – we swear sometimes, sorry, mom, and a couple other rules. There's also a contact contact us page. I can't talk today. There's a contact us page, uh, which has our email, my current address, uh, which when I move, I'll be sure not to change it. So you send stuff to Mark um, <laughs> and uh, our social media handles. There's also a listen tab, which will take you to the podcast. That is incubatormusic.net as a whole. Am I missing anything? No, I don't think so. Cool. Um, but yeah, if you like what you hear on the podcast and you haven't been to our website, um, go check it out. And, and it's less of an investment as well because the mm-hmm. posts are short and we keep them short. On yeah, purpose. they're like three to four hundred words usually. Yeah. Yeah. At like the most usually. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So we try to keep them short and uh, they're easy to read. They're easy to digest. They're not written in a diff- they're not hard to read at all you can blow through one in a couple minutes yeah um, and I, I apologize if our language was technical but when we say we're embedding stuff like you can open the post and just click on play yeah and yeah, yeah, hear yeah. the song it's not going to take like, you to another page or anything like, yeah you just like sh- you just like open it up and it's like oh hey here's a here's like a a link to something and it just plays right in your browser yeah like listen to sauce picant like just click play you know uh, such a great album name no it's a great album it's also great album artwork because i'm looking at it on spotify right now isn't it's, it uh, it's very dope i know uh, it's sweet it's very sweet uh should we talk about our social media let's do that okay uh, let's just sort of yeah we might as well just sort of i guess we might as well just do the same thing right like yes well we... so here's how i view I it i can't believe we never did this this feels really weird to me well it's pretty administrative and kind of boring and i think the only people are going to listen to it the only reason people are going to listen to it is because it's the last episode and they're like hanging on to every word. Yeah. But um, my philosophy on the social media is I, I I think we do a fairly decent job of treating the different outlets as they should be treated. So like Facebook <laughs> is like we really only share the posts and they're like a <laughs> bit more formalized. And like you could pretty much look at our Facebook if you're at work and you could share it with your parents. Yes. 
fair. It's pretty much, yeah, it's pretty much like here is the post that we put up like today. Uh, here's like the little caption that we had and like the link to it. It's, right. it's, yeah, there's, there's nothing else. Our Twitter is a lot more, uh, Hey, this is music related or this is a meme. And like, <laughs> we make it related to music. <laughs> we share it. Or we uh, don't. And also our links. <laughs> yeah. Or we retweet a dog and it becomes the most like tweet we've ever had. Yeah. Um, oh, this is, yeah, this is really funny. Frank made a joke out of a, like out of a, I think it was a TikTok video of a dog putting sunglasses on and listening yeah. to music. And it was like our biggest, like in terms of likes and everything, it was our biggest post we ever had. And then it changed all of our analytics on Twitter because it was such a spike for us <laughs> that it like you like go through Twitter and it's like and like now it tells us that the most common interest of all people that interact with us on social media is not music, it's dogs, right. <laughs> which is awesome. Also, probably As true. A dog owner, yeah, fair enough. Um, so yeah, you'll find that there. Um, we'll okay. also interact with other bands and other platforms and stuff more often on Twitter. Yeah, um, sure. There's the content's more frequent. I'm about to tweet out. Uh, I, I forgot to do it before we started. I'll tweet it out later. I found this video of this guy faked his way through a DJ set and was getting paid. Um, <laughs> he basically like hooked up a pre-made DJ set and then brought like a control board and then was just like pretending to move switches and stuff and then got <laughs> caught. They, they didn't pay him. So that's sweet. Um, so yeah, stuff like that will come out on Twitter and then Instagram uh, full disclosure, I don't have a personal Instagram, so I don't have any idea how that works. So kind of pretty much is that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, and that's it. Yeah. And basically our Instagram is just like, Hey, here's the post that we put up and here's like a picture of the post. We might be utilizing that in different ways. We're not sure. Um, but yeah, you should go follow our social stuff. Um, it's easy to do. We like to think that we're relatively in- interesting. Um, but yeah, like like we said, like all of our content is pretty easily digestible, and if you like the podcast, especially if you're willing to devote like an hour and a half to sitting around and listening to us bullshit <laughs> nothing, right? Um, and listen to to bleeps that like you know, <laughs> burst your ear canal, <laughs> burst your eardrums. Uh, uh-huh. You will probably be able to devote two minutes to like actually like finding uh, new music pretty quickly and efficiently. Yeah, um, it's definitely a more efficient way of getting to the core of what we're trying to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, with that, do you want to roll into our playlist, quote unquote? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the here comes playlist. the here comes the fun part of the podcast, not the administrative stuff. Uh, the playlist is going to be top ten incubator music podcast moments, uh, going from ten to one. So. Yeah. Uh, Connor, you do the honors. Would you like to go first or second? Um, I'll go second today. Okay. Um, which means I will go first. Incubator podcast, important moment number 10. Uh, Imagine Dragons is the new Nickelback. Um, that was, that sort of set a tone early on for what we were about, um, Looking at music, but also being ridiculous and yes. doing analysis and drawing comparisons that probably aren't there, but are, are absolutely hilarious. Yes. So, um, however, I do feel pretty strong about it. I do feel like I, I stand by our assessment yes. that, that Magic Dragons is the new name. See, I, I think that that deserves a spot on there simply because it's still a good take, like a year oh, later. Yeah. Fresh um, take. Still, still a hot take. 
And uh, that's just the kind of uh, no-nonsense bull that we're about here at Incubator uh, that you will find uh, in everything that we do. Um, and if you don't like it uh, or you're a big fan of Imagine Dragons, then uh, <laughs> off, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> also, also I don't know. Shit. I didn't have anything to say at the end, so I was just like, I guess off. I don't know. Also, shout out to the Warhawks because I don't know if we left it in the interview or not. Oh, that's right. But they were like, honestly, it's so great that you guys Imagine Dragons, those guys. <laughs> I forgot about that. They were like, these guys, these guys blow. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was great. Um, Number nine. All right. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. So, number nine. Uh, if you, if you don't know what that is, uh, go look that up by the Beatles and like play it for somebody on a loop for like 10 hours. It will drive them insane. Uh Okay, so number nine, episode number one. We came out of the gate really hot. So hot. That, so hot by learning <laughs> that Bert, a former contributor and former uh, co-host of the podcast, um, became sentient uh, during the, <laughs> in Frank's words, became sentient when Janet Jackson's boob came out of her shirt at the Super Bowl when we were kids. Because everyone remembers where they were. It's like a terrorist attack. Everyone knows where they were at. So true. Everyone remembers what happened to them, what they were wearing, what That's so you know, true. what was going on, and how I missed it. Yeah. Uh, People are drawing comparisons to the Super Bowl because it was J-Lo and Shakira with yeah. just like full booty shots on yeah. the TV. But I don't think you can compare them to be you, you, If you didn't live through that, like you don't – you you yeah, you can't yeah. compare those. They're not even close. Yeah. Um, speaking of um, nudity – and um, <laughs> unnecessary um, unnecessary depictions of private parts. Uh, number eight was <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. Number eight was when we had our guy uh, Chris Garcia on, and he uh, he gave us a little inside scoop that Drake Bell of Drake and Josh, um, Hug Me Brother, sends d- <laughs> to. Justin Bieber. Um, that was a big moment for the Incubator Music Podcast because that put us on the journalist map. Like, it really brought brought credibility to the outlet in terms of we're here to get scoops, you know, and we're here to really like out report others in the music industry. Um, which we I have think very we, high ethical standards. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I think we run everything through. Uh, it's a real uh, tight ship. Yeah, I was trying to think of uh, the writing style. APA. We run everything through APA. Um, but yeah, I think that was huge. That was a big scoop for us. I think the uh, I think the title of the podcast played. It like got caught in some some sort of algorithm that was like people want to hear about Drake Bell and so here are more lists, you know. So I hold on. This is a this is an important thing because it's related to the journalism point. Uh-huh. Do you rem- and it's related to the podcast too. I don't remember what happened, but at some point we tweeted something, and this is the only time this has ever happened. We got into a Twitter fight with somebody who claimed, uh, oh yeah, or you did because somebody was claiming they're like, you keep saying you're music journalists, and you're like, we never said we're music journalists, and you were ju- you just now were like, we were music journalists. Oh, we're music journalists. Uh, yeah, that person was livid about our Orwell's take. That's you remember what it that? Was. Yeah. What was the what was the take again? That, that it, they were upset. Like, what were they upset about? They were just upset that I was like talking about the Orwells in not a horrible way. Cause basically sure. I wasn't saying anything that like, Oh, good thing. They rape people. I was saying like, they actually made really good music 
and this new music that they came out with wasn't very good. So don't feel morally torn like about liking this new album. Like that conflict doesn't exist because there's no reason to sucks. like this album. Yeah. yeah. Right. So and now, she was so now like, you don't why are you this, right? Yeah. It's, it's like the, like if, if Louis CK came out and did a stand up thing, right. And it was terrible. Everybody would be like, well, okay. Like, we don't like you and your standup is bad now. So like, right. see ya. Right. So I felt, I mean, it, it was good for me. Cause I was like, Oh good. I don't have to really like an album done by rapists now. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's really all I was saying, but <laughs> it wasn't taken that way. On I, Twitter, I don't, so. I really, I don't know. Maybe it's beyond me why that's a controversial take, but yeah. Anyways. Um, so that was point number nine, uh, point number eight. Oh no, that was eight. was eight. Yeah. Okay. So you're up with seven. Yeah. Okay. Number seven, mm-hmm. maybe one of my favorite parts of what we do every week. Uh, <laughs> big shout out to Baby Maker of the Week playlist. <laughs> it's electric, honestly. It's electric. And and after this episode, we will have 45 tracks on there. Wow, um, really? Yeah, so we have 50 episodes, but we missed it five times. And I think that's because we did a couple of short episodes, um, like a couple where I wasn't here. Or a couple solos, yeah. A couple solo solos, episodes. yeah. Um, and so... We ended up with, uh, but we still have 45 tracks on there. It's and two even, hours and, even... and 49 minutes. <laughs> that should get the job done. And, it's... Uh... <laughs> and it starts with Wait, the Whisper Song by the Yang Yang Twins. <laughs> Love that. Just came out hot. Came hot out of the gate. Um, no, but I'm just amazed that, like, with my inability to keep up with the playlist every week and, like, all that other stuff, off the top of our head – like for like 15 weeks or something of me not like updating our Spotify playlist, we never repeated ourselves. Yeah, that is kind of We didn't wild. even have a list. We didn't even have a list to know what we had already done. No. So we were kind of going in blind uh, and it was entirely my fault. And, but we, <laughs> but we were doing that and I am so impressed and kind of freaked out that we were just so easily able to like pick out baby makers. So yeah. Frequently. And like also once like- a week. Yeah, behind the scenes stuff like Baby Maker is always a hundred percent the very last thing we ever did. It was like, oh, I think I have it. No, you have Baby. No, yeah, you have Baby Maker. It's like, oh, f- <laughs> so gonna, like, find a song. Well, especially when you don't write them down because then you don't know what, what it was last week. It's not written down anywhere, and you're right. like, uh, someone did it. I don't even remember what the song was. Like, so we can't figure that out. Yeah, like, it's like, uh, what? Um... Shout out to Love Canoe by the Commodores. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great one. Actually, hold on, we're gonna do best of. Uh, baby maker right now. Yeah, the live. love love canoe. That was obviously the way to go. Um, in the still of the night, five satins. Big fan of that. Also, you went with a couple of Marvin Gaye tracks. Let's get it on and sexual healing. Always classic. Yeah. Uh, all night long, Lionel Richie. That I think that was you. <laughs> That's a great I pick. Think it was. Quiet nights of quiet stars. I'm a big fan of that. That was one of mine. Uh. Super Rich Kids by Frank Ocean. Was that you? Yeah. That's an interesting. Thing. Big fan of that song. Um, 100% Go Listen to Courtside by Triathlon. Oh, That's a dude. banger. That is a banger. Uh, Triathlon's just dope in general. They're they cool. really are. Um, also, love also, shout out, also, shout out to you for finding the most hilarious stock photo. To be, <laughs> <laughs> to be our, our super creepy stock photo. Yeah, it's literally like... I just go look at it. Um... Wait, I had one more I wanted to talk about. What was it? Uh, Beast of Burdens. Oh, Sunday Candy uh, by Donnie Trump. It was on there. Oh, you, you had another one. I was like, what the hell is this? I don't know. Anyways, Love Canoe. 
Oh no, uh, <laughs> Leon Bridges. <laughs> Leon Bridges coming home. Uh, that's oh a, yeah, that's a solid big maker. Classic. I mean, it's a big maker that that could arguably be higher on the list, but it definitely needs to be in front of the top ten. Yeah. Um, let's see, right. number six. six. Number six. Um, okay. Uh, us again being journalists and out scooping the world. <laughs> um, we tweeted out a picture of a mural that was painted on the side of a building and it was the quote better to burn out than to fade away and it was attributed to kurt cobain but the picture painted next to the quote was david spade (laughs) (laughs) so we went into this on the podcast which was all-time great segment and basically we retraced it back better to burn out than to fade away is um I think keep on rocking in the free world. It's from a Neil Young song. Yeah. And then I think Kurt Cobain used it. Did he even say, I don't even know if that, I don't know where that came from. He might've at some point, but that doesn't really seem like it's not a very Cobain thing to say. It's not. And maybe they're just saying that about him, you know, better to burn Uh, out than fade away. But But anyways, it was in quotation. So it was like attributed to Kurt Cobain. Right. But, is a picture of David Spade. So it's just Cusco it's from Emperor's New Groove hanging out. <laughs> Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah, right. Just hanging out and ripping Neil Young quotes. Uh, well, uh, I also I also love, like, we talked about this before we came on because it's hilarious and we had to talk about what was going to make this, this playlist because we actually collaborated on this one instead of it being, like, adversarial, uh-huh. uh, like it usually is. Um, but, like, the other funny thing about that, right, is that, like, David Spade is blonde and he has mm-hmm. longish hair. Mm-hmm. And, like, he has a goatee, which, like, Kirk Cobain didn't really have a goatee. I th- Maybe he did at some point. I don't know. I, he usually didn't really have facial hair. But the point is, like, he looks enough like him in the sense that he has long blonde hair that, like, somebody recognized that and thought that it was him. So right. it's somebody who has enough recognition to know sort of what Kurt Cobain looks like, but like <laughs> not enough to like distinguish that it's clearly not him. That's a great point. Yeah. It's right. just like a weird, like what a, what a bizarre thing to do. It was. That's all. And really none of this is done justice. If you don't go look at the picture, like you just it's have to so go look funny. at the picture. Just go Especially look. It's, in it's such a good mural. Like it's such a really well done painting. Really good David depiction Spade. of David Spade. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, yeah, that was number whatever. Uh six. Six. Okay. Number five. Um, you went on and did a radio show uh with BYU radio and you talked about uh on BYU's like college radio. Uh-huh. And you talked about uh music festivals and some of that stuff. So you sort of put the incubator name out there and then uh a little bit in like a different sort of market. Uh, yeah. with a bunch of college students and stuff, and then you made that into an episode too. Yeah, say it was like 24 or 25 or something like that. Yeah, which is cool because, you know, it was an episode of the podcast, but it was, you know, a different medium. Um, it was also cool because it was a perfect personification of what the podcast was because um, I have no reception in my apartment. And so I went to go <laughs> do the radio interview from my phone and then they couldn't hear me. And so I ran out to my car and did it in my car and then I accidentally had my phone on mute. So then they went live on the radio and they're like, all right, what's up, Frank? And there's just dead air for like six <laughs> seconds, um, which I cut out of, of the podcast edition. Um, but that was yeah. great because it was like uh, exactly how we did everything else, which is on the fly, not knowing anything about anything. So yeah. um, 
But I yeah, I, like it was fine. I felt like the segment was okay, but it was unique enough to be in the top 10, I'd say. Definitely. Um, speaking of unique enough to be on the top 10, number four, live at a bachelor party. Oof. Um, we've never had better content with worse audio. I'll put it that way. The audio quality of that episode is horrendous, but it's hilarious. It's really bad. Yeah, Um, but it's so funny. It is really funny. I think it's especially like that's one where like it's it's highs of highs and and lowest of lows. Yes, 100%. um, I think we find it really funny because we were with our friends and we were very drunk. Uh, (laughs) So we find that really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how other people feel about it because they probably don't know what's going on or right. who anyone is because we kept giving people pseudonyms and then forgetting them. Uh, <laughs> like using three different names for the same person. And and it was also worse because like – you can cut this part out, but we're like using pseudonyms of people that are like – the first names of people that are actually in the room for other people. <laughs> right. Like it just gets very confusing. Uh, it was, it was not a great look uh, in general, but that's what the pod's all about. It's not about being professional. It's about hanging out, being casual, uh, drinking way too many beers and then talking about music <laughs> and having your playlist ruined with Les Mis. Yeah. Uh, that's a, I was, Oh, you took it right from me. I was like, also on that was the playlist, the bachelor party playlist that got absolutely kamikaze by Les Mis around. So. Yeah, by Thomas P. Hanks. Thanks for that. Um, R.I.P. in peace. Yeah. Good episode, though. If you're looking to get nostalgic and go listen to old episodes, that that's one you probably should go listen to. But yeah. turn it down, though, because it's the quality is up. And then, and then after, oh, also, also, we have to do a, we have to do a shout out to the next day when we recorded all the audio. We were, so we were in an undisclosed location for the capture <laughs> party. The next day, like, we're both trying to, like, like, sober up to like catch flights to like leave town and we have to like we're together so like we have to record the rest of the podcast and we're both hung over and like don't want to do it it's so, so like, sunburned and like i can't so, even and move we're, like and we're like super sunburned oh terrible and, like, just and really hung over and like we just did not want to be there and so <laughs> the rest of the podcast is us being like so that was crazy <laughs> like, guess we're gonna do a playlist now i don't like it is really My the highest of good. highs and lowest of lows because it's like the highest of highs is like us being super drunk and like doing a playlist and then like afterwards it's just like why did we do that <laughs> yeah that was a unique one i i will never forget it was so weird though because that was the first time we recorded face to face i think we might have done just it so one bizarre. other time um i think in my apartment maybe not um that was after that yeah, but we did do it then, right? Like we recorded live. From no, my... we recorded live. We recorded live from your apartment after that. Right, right, right. But we did. I couldn't remember yes, if we yeah, did. Yeah. Rec- okay, so that was the first time we recorded face to face, and I just remember sitting across the room from you and looking at you and talking to my friend. I was like, "This is the weirdest thing ever." Like this yeah. is like, and this is how most people do podcasts, podcasts. and radio and everything. Yeah. And, and for us, it was like bizarre. I'm just used to like seeing half your face on the screen because your mic's always off to the side. <laughs> and yeah, you, that's true. That's and you're true. always used to seeing like crotch shots of me because I always bend my laptop in half. Yeah. And yell at Mark. And yell at Mark. Um, but that um, and all the tangents was number three. Number four. Sorry, man. Can't get this right. I'm struggling to read your Sorry, hand. sorry, dude. <laughs> You're good. Uh, number three is the international episode. Oh, yeah. Um, 
that was a great episode because I think like you you really did more of a dive into like the numbers of you know where we've had people um, listen to the podcast from. Uh, you know, we've been on six continents, a um, lot of different countries. Um, we had a lot of listenership from from some countries outside of the U.S. that were pretty surprising. It was really mm-hmm. interesting. And then we we did a playlist on that episode of like our favorite. Um, songs from bands that we've covered on incubator that were f- from outside the United States, um, which I really enjoyed all of that. I thought that episode was really fun and it was cool too. Cause it was a little bit of like the, like reflecting back and being like, this is kind of dope. Like we kind of have a cool thing going here. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Cause they added a little perspective. Um, <clears throat> the numbers were um, podcast and website. Um, and so there's really cool indicator of like the potential we have with the website. I mean, we have, we have accomplished a good deal. Um, and we have a, a reach farther than I think I would have expected. Um, but it's a good, I don't know. It's a good show of, of where we're at, but where we could go because we've already, I mean, basically conquered the world. It's just about like solidifying yeah. that domination, you know? Um, oh, for sure. so yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, also shout out to the continent of Australia. Love you guys. Yeah. You guys are awesome. The whole continent, the whole continent. Um, speaking of number two, uh, PPC interview, psychedelic porn carpets. Uh, we talked to our guy who was running shirtless through the woods. Um, and that, that was a big incubator moment because it, it was by and large the biggest interview we've ever had. Yeah. Um, I mean, they are, when it comes to like psych rock, they're really like one of the top names in the game. And, um, Connor and I are personally both really big fans. So, um, that was a big success for the podcast. Um, it was kind of the pinnacle of the interview segments that we did. Um, and so it was just kind of a moment that belongs at the top because it showed, I don't know, it showed, it's about as far as we got, right? Like that's, that's about like the top of what we were able to do. Yeah. And, and like whether people like realize it or not, you know, that was something that like, you know, we try to keep things like, you know, pretty carefree and stuff. And I think sometimes we sort of downplay how little we prepare for stuff, but like, especially that interview, like that was one where we put a lot of time and effort and thought into, you know, getting that set up and how it was going to work. And like, that was like six months or a year. Like you, you, you talked to them about doing an interview for, many months uh, while they were out on tour and scheduling stuff. And so um, first of all, thanks to you for setting all of it up. Um, And it was fun for everybody else. And uh, I, you know, I think it was a cool experience. So yeah. Um, At a a minimum, it's like one of those cool things where it's like when you really like somebody like that and then you do something like that, like that, right. Where it feels like, Oh, this is actually like not, not just like a small band where it's like, you know, you could stop somebody after a small town gig and just go, Hey, like, do you guys have a sec? Yeah. Like it's one of those bands. It's like, you're playing levitation festival. Like you're playing stuff like that. And like, they took time to like do an interview with us. Right. It kind of makes you feel semi legit, but it also is kind of one of those, like, like personally for me, it's one of those weird markers in your life where it's like, I did this like cool thing that like most people will never get to do. Yeah. Um, because I did it for long enough to be good at it so that like somebody wanted to do it, you know? Yeah. And you know, that PPC was, was the prime example of what I thought was the best part of the podcast, which is like I was saying, the interview portions we did. I mean, getting to talk to so many 
cool artists and their perspective on how do you create music? Like, um, you know, how do you tour? What's, what do you have in mind when you write songs? Like all the different questions that we've talked about on top of how do you like your eggs? Like that's, I mean, for me, that was really cool. And it was super informative. Like I'm going to use that, that base of knowledge, um, for all kinds of different stuff, just personally, you know? Um, so I found that to be really cool. I want to highlight, um, just a few of my favorites. Um, and please feel free to do the same. Yeah. Uh, Valley of the Moon, Robbie, uh, Robbie Mitch. Um, he's awesome because that was like the, that was the most like in the wild pick I've ever had. Like when I found that album, it had six listens in the world. That's crazy. And uh, so it's really cool because it's easy to do that. It's easy to go find an album that has six listens. It's extremely difficult to find an album that has six listens and is yes. awesome. Yes. Cause this album is freaking amazing. Um, and no one on the planet had listened to it really. So, yeah. um, that interview was a lot of fun for me cause I really was interested in talking. I always love that kind of stuff. Talking to him. Um, I also really enjoyed, uh, our interview with brother Adams. Um, yeah, that was fun. Those guys are just kind of wild. Um, and I'm Facebook friends with them, which is another cool thing. Yeah, like, yeah. like we've made friends in the process, you know? Yeah. Um, and like really cool stuff, but like their music is so cool. And, uh, getting to talk to them was, was amazing. That whole album was really cool. It was, um, uh, yeah. Uh, also shout out to the only episode of the podcast that I ever edited. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize yeah, that. it was that one. Huh. Um, no, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, like, they're all really fun. I really enjoyed um, I really enjoyed talking to Alex from Bleeding Knees Club. Because um, Bleeding Knees Club is another band where they've been around long enough and they've put out enough material that's, like, recognizable um, at a minimum in Australia, um, if not, like, in that community, like, in that genre, um, that it was really cool sort of talking to somebody who did that. And especially because like he's been making music and like doing that professionally for like 10, 12 years or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of cool to like, you get to do that. And then you get to talk to guys like Kelly Finnegan, mm-hmm. um, who have been doing it for a really long time and have experience with like their parents doing stuff in the music industry. And like, you know, just talking to them about like what it was like to, Oh, he's like, Oh, my dad was in the room with Hendrix and some of the stuff that they were messing around with ended up on electric Ladyland. You're like, what? <laughs> right. Like that was one of the craziest things I've ever heard. That was like, wild. I cannot believe that. Especially when like, I just, I've thought about this a couple of times. It's like, you know, that game people play with like seven degrees of separation or whatever. Yeah. It's that's like, ours. You did you to Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, that's so I true. The guy whose dad was on Electric Ladyland. <laughs> <laughs> I never really that's, thought of it that way, that's but dope, that's so right? true. Like, yeah, that's so cool. Um, uh, yeah, I a couple more, and it's kind it's kind of hard because every single one of these I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, that was sweet. Oh, that was sweet. Oh, yeah. that was sweet. Um, Sammy Canelo was awesome. Um, oh yeah, she was great because, and I know she won't she won't mind us saying this. She was um, one of the first ones that we got to talk to that was through a submission. So mm-hmm. for us, it was cool that like people are finding our outlet, they're submitting their music, and it's good. And then we get a chance to like talk to them and, and mm-hmm. spread the word about their music. Um, and so that was kind of a cool moment, I thought. Um, not that Definitely. we weren't getting submissions before, but that was sort of the climax of that that side of the 
of the brand, I guess. Um, and she's cool. She's in Chicago and I went and saw her show and, you know, we she's message great. each other every once in a while. So like, there's just another one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, friends from the pod. Um, also last one. And then if you have any others, but got to go back to first interview we ever did, which was Canto. Yeah. How much of a show is that dude? Do you remember that? Not that much, but oh my gosh! And we we started recording forty five minutes after we were supposed to, and they were so cool the whole time. Like it was oh, like, oh yeah, we oh could not God, figure yes, out. I forgot about that. We could not figure out how to record both yeah. ends of it. Yeah, and it was a nightmare. It was such a disaster. They were so chill. They were amazing. Like they are so cool, and they actually just messaged me the other day. Like again, like friends of the pod. Like it was it was cool. One, it was cool to have someone on the other side that was an absolutely amazing with us trying to figure out how the hell we do this. Yeah, like they were just totally fine the whole time, and it was cool because they're they're a family band, like they're three brothers. And I don't know, the interview overall was just amazing. But yeah, the interview was fun. The band was really good. We've kept sort of in contact with them, and they interact with us on socials a lot. Yeah, um, which is fun. Dave. Um, uh, Dave Blackwell on Twitter. Do you follow him? Uh, I think so. Yeah, dude, he is the funniest Twitter follower in the world. I, <laughs> I, I don't. I'll look up the handle. I guess later, put it in the show notes or something. Go follow Dave Blackwell on Twitter. He's freaking hilarious. Um. Anyways, I think that's all I have for interviews. Yeah. I don't know if you um, have anything else. I don't think so. Um, I think it's time to go to number one. Let's do it. Number one, uh, again, like sort of categorically is just something that I feel like, I feel like this is kind of the, like, I don't know. I, I'd be interested to hear what people who listen to the podcast think of as like the defining feature of the podcast. Uh-huh. But to me, it's the playlist. I think a lot of people would say that. I think a lot of people would say that too, but we also make it. So it's hard to tell what other people think. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of our intent is that like, that's. I think it's sort of our unique thing and like people like, I don't know if anyone else that does that. I'm sure somebody in the world maybe does something similar, but like, this is kind of our thing. Yeah. Um, so we'll sort of run through like a couple of, uh, our, <laughs> our favorite playlists that we've ever done. Cause yeah. we had some goofy ones. Uh, death of Mr. Peanut. That was a couple <laughs> weeks ago. That was very <laughs> recent, but one of our best, like that, that was, was so funny. good. I loved that one. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's see our favorite country. Cause we found out that, uh, George Jones and, um, uh, Jim, Jim Carrey are identically, they look identical. <laughs> they are literally the same person. I'm scrolling through the playlist right now. They are the same person. It's ridiculous. Do, do you don't even have to go listen to the country music if you don't like country? Like just go look at the album now cause it's really good. But, uh, the album art is hysterical. Uh, uh, one that I loved was songs your extended family disapproves of. Yes. Um, that's, we did that one with Dean from August hotel and he came with the weirdest pics you've ever heard of in your life. Bizarre. And so funny. So funny. I'm looking at this right now. Bill Clinton by cock Madafaka. Like that's just <laughs> him, him just pulling out tracks. Like that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. This, this Russian one. Person. Cause, cause you and I both know Dean and mm-hmm. he's the perfect person to do that. Cause like, even if he hadn't prepared, he knows so much music that he could just pull something out of his ass. Yeah. And of course, like I'm like half prepared, like I'm down one song and I was like, uh, Mastodon. Like I just made something up. Right. right. And Dean is pulling out Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> some, some 
heard of before. Yeah. Uh, we have Mowing the Lawn playlist. Yeah, I uh, felt like that put that sort of set the set the tone for yeah. what the playlist is about. I don't know what number that was. I want to say that was like 10 or 15, maybe. Okay, let's see if I can find it. That's uh, episode 14. Um, wow, that's pretty close. But yeah, I feel like that was an early on sort of signal of like what playlist can be for. Yeah. You know? And then and then one of my all-time favorites, uh, just because I think the idea of it was really funny, uh, was the Massage Parlor playlist. Yeah. That. One of the tracks was just whale sounds. <laughs> <laughs> It was just like a soundscape with whale sounds on it. We did that one uh, to honor our friend uh, Robert Kraft. Remember? That's why we did it. it was, oh, that's right. His whole right. thing just came out. Oh, that's right. And then the last song in the playlist is My Happy Ending by Everly. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. There's, yeah, there's some ridiculous ones on here. I'm just going through. But there's also some, like, really, really good ones. Um like we started off hot. I don't know if you remember this. We really did. Robbing a bank. Um, Robbing that, a bank playlist was great. That was really good. Even must play wedding songs was like it's hilarious, but it's like also you could just play it at your wedding. Like it's <laughs> it's perfect for that. Old school hip hop is like just really good. Uh, for I what listen it's trying to old to school hip hop playlist pretty frequently actually. Yeah, it's it's pretty solid. Um, uh, I know you're a big fan of overdramatic music playlist i'm such a big fan of that playlist it's hilarious uh, i know i also i mean it's hard not what, to are love. you not a big fan of overdramatic music I, I think it's funny i don't know that i would listen to it but I think no, it's... no 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 no. i didn't listen to the playlist i just think the idea of it is hilarious yeah no it is that it is because you like because like you look at the play like we've got everywhere by much like we had so, oh my holy crap hold on a second we had i must have had a billion honorable mentions on that i did holy <laughs> 31 songs what were you doing i i was emotional dude i don't know wow this is crazy that's so funny george michael george michael two bobby vinton songs lifehouse oh dude literally you could just go through the discography of lifehouse it was everything i've ever uh written and then although maybe one that takes that maybe takes the cake uh wait is it not on there uh uh oh it is iris by goo goo dolls yeah, that is fair. Oh, that was that was a good one. There, I had one more I wanted to talk about, and I can't really find it. Um, did I say the most incubated place of all time? Yes. Okay. I think so, uh, bar fight music was pretty good. Um, oh, album of the year. That's what I want to say. Twenty nineteen album of the year uh, oh, yeah. playlist. That's such a good playlist. If you're looking for one to like introduce you to good music, even though. We have our contributors finds. Connor and I have our own playlist. You should go look at those. Album of the Year playlist is amazing. Um, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's all it's songs representing our albums of the year, top to bottom, bottom to top, I guess. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, um, was that number one? Yeah, that's it. That was number one. That's all we've got. Uh, also, Gregorian chant. Oh God, the Gregorian chant one was great. That was hilarious. Um, Can we give away the secret to that one, or should we just let them? I feel like it's pretty obvious. So, like, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I mean, basically, the Gregorian chant one was we didn't have a playlist, and I had had this idea for a while. So we just looked up an album of Gregorian chants, and then Frank and I went through them one by one, <laughs> not knowing what they were, and pretending like we knew what all the Latin 
<laughs> was for the Gregorian chants, and then we just put one entire album in a playlist and called it our Gregorian chant playlist. If you somehow thought we were actually educa- educated on this matter, no, how you and know. you heard me say Dingus Angus, uh, <laughs> you should probably should probably learn a little something about other languages. Yeah. Um, with that, uh, yeah, that is the top ten moments of the history of the Incubator Music Podcast. Uh, According to us, which is all that matters, really. Right, that is kind of all that matters. As we wrap up, I mean, the next few segments are pretty structured. So I guess this is our our last opportunity uh, to say which, to anything. I think what I would say is the brand is super alive uh and the website is very much alive and so that doesn't that doesn't preclude us from doing podcasts in the future like no. if all goes well um and we run the brand like we'd like to there's you're not gonna have one podcast you're gonna have like a psych rock podcast and a reggae podcast you know like you'll branch it off and like everyone can go where they need to go for the music they're looking for right um it's just this specific iteration is uh ceasing to exist but um yeah i think i would just end on that is like yeah it's 50 episodes which honestly kudos to us 50 episodes we is almost in in exactly one year like we only missed i want to say like two or three weeks total yeah which is amazing um but yeah it's yeah we worked hard to put it out and and we did a good job of being consistent like we've missed a handful of weeks and we put a lot of stuff out, but also like, you know, not to pat ourselves on the back too much. Cause I don't think that's, you know, super helpful, but statistically like most podcasts fail after whatever five episodes. Yeah. It's something right? like that. It's like a restaurant. Like you just, most people don't keep it open cause it takes a lot of discipline to do it. Um, and we definitely had a lot of nights where both of us had stuff that we needed or wanted to do. And yeah. we did the podcast anyway. And, Every single time that I did it, I ended up doing it and going, okay, that was really fun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like every time I was like, I'll do the podcast. And then I was like, okay, that was actually a really good time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's all fun. You don't have to stop hearing from us. Go follow us on everything. Go follow our personal accounts. Um, you know, come to the website, find new music. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cause you're, you're so right that like you would do it and it would be fun. Um, but it's like all of that is the podcast. Like the podcast isn't the 55 minutes like that's on Spotify, yeah. you know? It's the like, oh, I can't upload to Dropbox or like yep. <laughs> my computer just crashed and everything I edited just got erased. Or like yep. we just had a guest like not show up, you know, like yep. Yep. all that stuff like is the podcast. So good and bad stuff. <laughs> it is what it is you know so yeah, right. um other than that why don't we just go straight into on the radar uh and wrap it up cool um it seems like 2020 is a really big year for nostalgia because every band that's ever existed is on tour right now okay um, so if you're interested in my chemical romance or rage against the machine or green day or weezer or fallout boy or <laughs> <laughs> Also, wait, why, did, like, why was one of our top 10 moments not on Weezer? That had to have been. The Teal album sucks, part two, parts uh, one and two. That was, your Weezer rant was amazing. Oh, that's right. 
I forgot about that. I I still think one of my it's one of my favorite things I've ever written. Like like academically anything was your was treatise. Still, was was no one of my favorite things I've ever written was the sentence. It shouldn't have been the. <laughs> it shouldn't have been the. Bra- Hold on, how did I write that? I'm. I have to look. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm looking it up on our website. Well, you wrote out like two page, like single space. Your rant on Weezer. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, I said it shouldn't be the Weezer Teal album. It should be the Please Make Us Relevant Again by putting us in your Applebee's commercial in parentheses. The <laughs> brown. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fire. I was pretty happy about that. Yeah. Mostly because, mostly because, it, like, less because it's funny, and mostly because, like, <laughs> for putting that album out. <laughs> like, was that Connor Dunell or was that a Meek Mill diss track? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, why not both? <laughs> it could be. Uh, my on the radar is, <laughs> and this is wild. I, this is gonna be such a wild album. Uh, February twenty fifth, there is a album called Space Dog coming out from a twenty five piece brass band called Minor Mishap Marching Band. <laughs> what does that sound like? <laughs> it is wild. It is like they have, I think, two singles out right now off the album. It's amazing. It is like crazy. incredible. So. Um, look for the written review of that on the 25th. That is coming in hot. Wow, that's nuts. Um, all right, I think you have the last, the very last Baby Maker, putting it at 45 on the total playlist. 45 and like almost exactly three hours worth of baby making. Um, just going to bid you adieu. Going to kiss you farewell. A little kiss to build a dream on, if you will. Louis Armstrong, if you could find the Louis and Ella Fitzgerald uh, duo. I don't know if that's what we have uploaded now. That's that's the one I'm feeling, you know, just a just sure. a sweet little goodnight kiss. So that's uh, that's uh, a wrap for the Incubator See, Music this is Podcast. Why, this is why we don't plan things out because we're not gonna. We actually have to do transition. How do we? Uh, all right, and then uh, that's that's well, that's you know, and you know, and we're done. So. <laughs> And we are. I don't know and what else. We, and and here and you know and you look at it and you think and and here you here you are and and you know and and now you're done, Jeff Goldberg. Well, this <laughs> well this part of the podcast is always marked by us trying to craft our phrases so that we yep. can thank each other. Because <laughs> the only way to end the Made a Music podcast is to say, uh, for you to say, no, for thanks. me to say thanks, Connor, and you say. Thanks, Frank. And thank you. Thank you. Yeah, right. So, uh, Connor, uh, thank you for being an excellent co-host and uh, working with me on the podcast, uh, putting up with my getting the the, uh, outline going, updating uh, Baby Maker after about 17 weeks of not doing that, (laughs) and uh, being some with for people to listen to. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, thanks for making 50 episodes fun. And thank you for listening to these 50 episodes of the Incubator Music Podcast. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at at Hatching Music. Visit our website at incubatormusic.net or our Spotify page and search Incubator because we still have all of our playlists up. Um, This podcast, the 50 episodes of it that exist, is on SoundCloud, it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify and Google Play. Go share it with people. Still love love for you to listen and, and comment and give us your feedback. This is the Incubator Music Podcast. Good music.